Welcome to episode number eight of the Parenting Win podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Jacobus. So during today's show, I'll chat with parents Mark and Sarah Canny. Mark and Sarah are a husband and wife team with three children ages 10, 7, and 4 years old. During this episode, they share their experience homeschooling their children and dispel some of the very common misconceptions about homeschooling. It was so fun to chat with them both and hear their perspectives on how how to help their children develop their love for learning. What was also so interesting about this couple is that they share in their homeschooling responsibilities. So for the past 10 years, Mark has, ha- has run a successful HVAC and plumbing visit- business, but took over the reins this past fall so Sarah could focus on her business. If you're familiar with the running scene, you may heard of Sarah. She's the founder of the Rise Run Retreat, blogger of Run Far Girl, and she can now add a third place finisher at the World Championship Snowshoe Race. Thank you to Sarah and Mark for being a part of today's show and sharing so openly about their experience. All right. Thank you, Sarah and Mark, for joining us today. Really appreciate having you on the show. I know Sarah is an entrepreneur and I follow her on Instagram and have really just loved following your story about starting the Rise Run Retreat. And you were a big part on why and how I started getting this podcast going. There was a few months back, you had posted about some of your failures as an entrepreneur and how you just kept going and kept, you know, trying to figure out what it is that you wanted to do. And it was really inspiring me to sort of take that extra leap and say, you know what, this is something I really wanted to do and I'm just gonna do it. So I appreciate that. And I really wanted to have you guys on the show to really talk about homeschooling because I think it's it's a topic that there's a lot of misconceptions out there. And some parents, I think it's, you know, would work for their family, but they, they don't know a lot about it. And so I really wanted to provide that space for this sort of discussion. But before we begin, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Who is Sarah and Mark? Yeah. Well, first of all, thank you for your kind words and um, thank you for having us on. We really are excited to be here. Um, sure. <clears throat> so a little bit about me. I mean, you kind of touched on a few things. Um, I am an entrepreneur, well, in high school English teacher turned entrepreneur um, with a little bit of staying at home mom in the middle there. And uh, yeah, and I started a women's running retreat called Rise Run Retreat and um, have, a, have my hands on a lot of different things, but they're all running related. Um, and I would say um, putting on events is kind of like has become sort of my specialty. Um, and, uh, yeah, so, so that's what I do, you know, along with wearing the hat of being a mom and wife and all those other things. So. Great. Yeah. So my name is Mark and I, uh, so I just closed down my, uh, I had a mechanical contracting business for about 10 years and I just closed that down, um, uh, wound it down so that I could stay home and homeschool our kids. 
um, like, you know, like you said, like it's something you always wanted to do. So you just kind of jumped in and did it. So that's kind of what we did uh, with that. And um, yeah, that's, that's kind of, and so we're, we did that. I mean, we made the decision to do it back um, in the summer and just, you know, it took three, four months to kind of wind things down. And uh, I've been doing it uh, pretty much full time since October, beginning of October. Yeah. Second. Wow. Wow. That's exciting. Yeah. Yeah. So we kind of reversed roles. So he's stay at home dad now and I'm working more full time. Um, I'm still working from home, but um, he pretty much is like, we've just kind of swapped roles. So very cool. I'm excited to, to hear more about that. And as sort of a warm up, I like to begin each episode with finding out what's one thing that as a parent, you guys swore you would never do, and yet you've, you've done it. Goodness. Probably everything that we swore we would never do, we've probably done. Yeah. <laughs> well, I can, I can distinctly remember when I, before I had kids, just vowing that I would never let the kids eat in the car. Like I was going to have a clean car (laughs) and that nobody was going to eat snacks in the car. And that very quickly, like obviously once they're eating solids and and things like that, like you've got goldfish and applesauce and all kinds of stuff, you know, packed with you for those emergency situations. So that's the first thing that comes to mind among probably millions of other things. So yeah, there's certainly a lot of things. I don't know that I can think of anything off the top of my head. Um, I don't know. I mean, suffice it to say, I'm definitely very bad at this. So that's definitely. (laughs) I somehow doubt that, but it is funny about the car thing. I think you could, you could feed a small army with the amount of goldfish in between my, the seats of my car. It's totally my, and it drives my husband like bonkers. Because I am like a normally a neat freak, but my car is just like a disaster zone with snacks. So that is something I can definitely relate to. So I I guess I'm curious, though, about both of your own, you know, educational journey and then how you guys came up with the decision that you were going to homeschool your children. Mm -hmm. You want to start off with that? Um, Yeah, I guess, um, you know, why did we, uh, so, so. Why did we decide to homeschool? No, that... like what, what, what did you do for school? Oh, okay. Like what yeah, was your school. Experience? Yeah, my experience in school was just, um, I mean, it certainly wasn't great. I, I don't think I ever enjoyed school at, at any point in time, to be totally honest with you. Um, I went to, so my school, I mean, I went to, uh, I went to a private school, um, kindergarten through eighth grade. I went to our local public school in ninth grade, and then I went to a, a local private school in, my, in, in high school. And it was just never anything that I enjoyed um, on any level. And honestly, growing up, I thought, man, I'm never going to subject my kids to this, um, <laughs> which is kind of, I mean, I, in all honesty, that's kind of where I come at. That's, that's kind of where it comes from uh, for me, uh, or a big part of it. Um, another part is just the desire. Well, I guess that's the answer just to why, why we're doing homeschooling, but I guess more to our history. I mean, you know, we met, we went to the same high school together, so we didn't meet till we were in college. Um, but I mean, that's, that's kind of our, that's kind of yeah. my 
you were home, you were yeah, homeschooled. I was so. homeschooled. So my my parents, um, I'm one of four siblings, um, and my parents um, back in the '80s decided to homeschool, which was super unusual at that point. Um, much to the um, chagrin of my grandmother, who was a public school teacher, um, and so there was actually a lot of sort of family conflicts between my mother and her mother-in-law um, regarding the schooling choices that my parents were making. Um, I think eventually um, when we started, you know, taking standardized tests and testing like in the top percentiles, she was, um, you know, my grandmother was sort of satisfied that we were smart enough. <laughs> but um, I do, yeah, so I was homeschooled K through eighth. Um, and then went to a private um, Catholic high school for um, for high school. Um, but I have really fond memories of being homeschooled, um, just really creative things that my parents did. Um, you know, we did do a lot of work at home, but we also had some really fun field trips, memorable things that we did as a family that, um, that really have stuck with me. Um, and so, um, yeah, I, I feel like that that good experience was part of the reason why I became a teacher, because um, I wanted to try and sort of bring the creativity um, that I had experienced being homeschooled into the classroom. Um, and then I, it certainly influenced our decision to homeschool too. Oh, that's great. So you went to, you ended up going into a private high school. Was that, was that sort of the plan all along? Or did you tell your parents, you know, I really want to give school a shot? Yeah, I think that had been the plan all along. I think my mom kind of got through to eighth grade math and then she was like, no, can't, can't go any further. And, you know, my dad, um, it's so funny. I saw a meme the other week that um, was something about like, if you didn't cry at the dining room table while your dad taught you math, like, did you even live or something like that? But it was like, I, that's my memory of, of math with my dad um, is sitting at the dining room table crying. <laughs> so <laughs> I think they kind of came to the point where um, they felt like they had sort of laid a really good foundation and then sort of wanted to to give us a, a different experience. Great, so. great. So was this a decision that you guys made before you had children or did it sort of evolve over time? Well, it's sort of, yeah, I mean, it, it kind of, I mean, often, oftentimes you make big decisions like this and you have no idea what you're getting into. <laughs> um, so, I mean, it's something that we kind of, I mean, we, we would talk about it off and on and, and then, we just kind of started doing it, right? Yeah, I, mean, I think, you know, it wasn't so much that we, I mean, before we had kids, I don't know that we talked about their education that much. Yeah. Um, but I think once we had Sophia, um, it just kind of, you know, it, it obviously it changes you as, a, as when you become a parent. Um, and I think sort of the underlying thing that we felt was like, we just really wanted a strong family bond and family connection and, and just a strong relationship with our kids. Um, and sort of the thought of sending them off to school, you know, at six right. years old was just like kind of heart wrenching, but also, yeah. I don't know, just, I think once, yeah, once she was sort of getting to like three and then four and, and then we had Jack and it was like, 
oh, we, and we saw them together interacting together. Not that it's ever perfect, but like, I don't know. I think we just felt like yeah. we wanted to invest in that family dynamic. Well, that's what I think it's always, it's always been, you know, for me and, and, and we've, we've talked about this, just a, yeah, just a family dynamic. They, you know, create something that's, that's close and, and is a little bit more together. And um, I don't know, maybe has a little, has some more staying power. Maybe, I mean, who knows how things are going to turn out. I mean, you have no idea, but mm -hmm. um, you know, this is just, um, I just, I guess the bottom line is I just didn't want to ship my kids off to school. You know, I wanted to keep them around. I wanted to, mm -hmm. I wanted to be, you know, play the, play the part of the, uh, play that part of their lives. You know, um, it, it's a very personal decision, I guess. Um, a very emotional decision. Um, and I think ultimately that's what it's got to be for, for everyone because, you know, you're talking about your, your kids and what are you going to do with your kids and what you feel comfortable for and what you feel comfortable doing. And, and for us, that was just, um, just keeping everyone together at home and, and, and being responsible for their education. That's great. That's great. Yeah. One of my big hopes with this podcast and, and every episode is, you know, letting parents know that, they have to make the right choice that's right for them and their family. And that's the bottom line um, at the end of the day is doing what's best for your, for your family. So I think there are a lot of misconceptions out there about homeschooling. And I know you shared, you know, we, even within your own family, there, there was uh, some opinions about it. So what are some of the few things, the few common things that you hear and that you maybe you can de demystify for us. Well, the number one, I mean, is always, you know, what about their their socialization? What about do you think they're going to be socialized right? And you know, and um, I mean, I, again, this is all this all gets very personal. But you know, for for me, I think, man, I, I I think it's much it's a much better environment for kids to be around adults more than other kids um, more. Um, they kind of can get easy to kind of get stuck and they don't know what they're doing and they're hanging out with other kids and they're kind of influencing each other. And, you know, often they just kind of need an adult there to kind of help them out, um, to give them, give them some guidance. So I think that's a really important thing. And as far as the rest of it, I mean, goodness, we've got, um, you know, they're, they're involved in all sorts of things where they're meeting other kids and, and building friendships. And that comes down to personality. I mean, my daughter, I mean, you couldn't, you couldn't keep her from having friends if, if you, if you tried. You'd have to like, um, yeah, you'd have <laughs> keep to, lock her in a room or something. She's closet. so incredibly social. Yeah. And she'd be having tea parties with her clothing or whatever. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, but you know, and, and, you know, I mean, that, so, so it comes down to personality. Um, you know, a lot of that stuff. So, yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think the socialization is definitely one of the big ones. But um and you know, I can remember that being a thing when I was homeschooled is like, oh well, how do you how are you making friends? And I had lots of friends and I played sports and you know, there's lots of different outlets and there's even, you know, more resources now than there were when I was a kid. Um you know, our daughter did the swim team and she's done dance and they've done ski school and they have, we have a weekly meetup that we go to of other homeschooling families. And, um, you know, and I think speaking to what Mark was talking about, they're at these meetups and at these different events, um, whether they're for homeschoolers or not, 
but typically the homeschooling events, like you get a wide range of ages that they're all interacting with. Um, And also sort of sometimes there's a a mismatch of, of like the genders. So like today, Sophia at the meetup that they went to, she was like one of the only girls, like it's just her and a bunch of boys. And so, you know, she's kind of, managing like negotiating that dynamic dynamic of like being with a whole bunch of boys and not having a a girlfriend to kind of hang on to and um and a huge age range too from like infant to you know 12 and so and then adults in the room that you're interacting with so I think that's you know there's definitely peer-to-peer interaction but then also intergenerational interaction which um they get you know quite a bit of Right. That's great. Yeah, and it certainly provides kids, you know, opportunity for leadership skills and, and all of that when when you get kids of all ages together. So that's mm-hmm. great. And I should say I'm a little biased when it comes to homeschooling because one of the best runners that I ever coached, uh, she she was in eighth grade and um, she was homeschooled, her and her brother. And uh, so they were like the best kids on the team, one of the two of the most hard work, hardest working, and she actually won the cross country state meet that year that we coached her. So oh, that's she was a great kid. Um, so what does a, a typical day look like for you guys and your kids? Yeah, so that's that's basically what we're um what we're working on figuring it out right now. What we're doing now is so we get I mean, you know, everyone sort of gets up roughly around the around the same time and um, usually everyone makes their own breakfast and, um, once that's, we've sort of kind of negotiated that whole format, you know, there's a list of things that we do, so a few chores, clean up just to sort of set the day up. And then we're outside first thing. Um, we're outside for at least an hour. Uh, we're, we're fortunate where we live. There's, you know, there's a hundred acres of conservation woods behind our house, which is fantastic, um, for having, you know, for letting kids run around in it's, you know, we go out there. And, you know, like I said, we spend an hour and, 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 you know, right now it's things are covered in snow and, and that really sets everyone's head right. I think it kind of helps everyone. I mean, nature, na- I mean, nature's like medicine, I think for, for everyone, you know, for kids, especially um, if you can get out there. So we spend some time out there and then, 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 you know, we bring everything in. And um, so for a while we were doing, uh, we were doing, I was helping the kids learn to meditate. We were doing a little meditation, a little quiet time again to just to help just get their heads in, in the right space. I mean, f- for me, that's that's the most important part of this, you know, the reading, the writing, the math. I mean, it's the information age, you know, information isn't hard to get a hold of curriculum, you know, isn't hard to get a hold of lessons aren't hard to get a hold of, but to keep them encouraged, um, to keep them in a, a space where they're they can see that they're learning they can see that they're making progress um to be quite honest the academics aren't the center of it for me they're just sort of the window dressing uh for what we're trying to do is just keep them encouraged keep them help them cultivate their interests find out what you know what are they interested in um and to just figure out how we can help them fill in the dots with Mm -hmm. whatever their interest is and whatever they want to do and you know, that's, so what we do during the day, you know, we, you know, we, we try to break up the lessons. I try to break, so, okay, you know, we break up, we get up, we go for walks, we go out, for, go, go outside, just try to keep 
at that age, you know, they're very kinetic. You know, the body is very much, I mean, the body is always important is what we're doing, but especially at that age, I mean, just try to, you know, do a few minutes, get them to get up, take a walk. You know, our house is set up very well that we have this center stairwell and they can just kind of walk. Works real well for a track where they start running eventually. <laughs> and, um, you know, so we just, we just try to set up little things like that to give them breaks, to keep them in a good, uh, like I said, be a broken record, but I think it's the most important thing to be, to keep them encouraged, to keep them in a good headspace. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's one of the missing pieces in the public school education system is this, you know, idea for physical activity during the day for sure. And I had John O'Sullivan on the show a few weeks back. He was author of Changing the Game. And he, you know, we talked about this same thing about the research has shown that kids do better in school when they're moving and it's but yet so many schools are you know kids are sedentary so so important so yeah yeah I was just gonna say I think that the focus on um you know the encouragement and then when they're encouraged confidence comes after encouragement and then if they feel encouraged and they're confident then they can learn how to do anything really um and so I think that is kind of the, the hierarchy that we've sort of established in, in the way that we homeschool is that the, the encouragement and the confidence come first before academic performance. Mm-hmm. Great, great. And you mentioned a little bit about curriculum that it's easy, you know, that's sort of the, the easy part, I guess you could say. So how do you develop curriculum and decide, you know, what it is your kids are gonna be learning? Yeah, I mean, it just comes down to, I mean, what, uh, there's no shortage of, of material out there and, um, you know, how easy do you want to make it? So what we have, uh, there's a, uh, uh, there's an online, there's an online program that we, that we're set up on, which has their, it has their, it has their, their reading lessons, their math lessons, science, social studies. We've, I've tried out a couple different ones. I can give you their names if you'd like, Um, but we've tried out a couple different ones and this, this one I, I like, and, and, you know, that helps, that just helps keep the basics moving so that we can, you know, when, you know, when my daughter wants to do a deep dive on something, you know, in science, if she's really interested in the planets or, you know, whenever they have this sort of, you know, eruption of interest that comes out of nowhere, we can, we can really spend the time to get into that. Um, You know, I just see, for me, again, I, I see the curriculum that we're using as just sort of scaffolding to kind of get to other, to get to other places, mm-hmm. you know, to get to other things. Um, yeah. So, yeah. And we've d- yeah. And we've done a bunch. I mean, so, I mean, Mark has kind of taken over since October. Um, so really this school year, Mark has kind of taken yeah. over. And, um, but prior to that, you know, I kind of d- pieced right. together yeah. a bunch of different curriculums, um, you know, and, text texts from different places and then some of it was just sort of um ideas that I had or borrowed from you know Pinterest or you know all mm-hmm. the the millions of resources that are out there. Um and so so the first sort of three or four years they were kind of just piecing things yeah. together. Um but I think this year we've kind of adopted a little bit more more of a framework and a structure and then that actually has been, I think, better on the whole for the kids because they feel 
yeah i don't know that there's a little bit more yeah there's regularity some, yeah regularity it. regularity and consistency i mean um yeah because then I, yeah because then because that just gives them a place where we can we can just go and we can do other things if there's you know if there's sort of a home base um you you always have that to come back to i guess yeah absolutely you you mentioned the homework piece with your dad sarah and you know homework is something that comes up all the time in my parenting classes that i teach you know kids get into power struggles with their parents about you know doing homework but you know you guys are are the teachers so how do you manage that in a typical day when your kids are like mm, i don't want to do my work today yeah mark is really good at managing power struggles yeah well i mean that's what, what it is <laughs> i have a tendency to enter into the power struggle and mark is much better at sort of yeah. seeing it yeah. and sort of staying out of it <laughs> well yeah i mean that's ultimately i think that's uh, you know if 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 i said encouragement uh, earlier was number one. I mean, probably the avoidance of a power struggle. And you said, I mean, that's a technical term. I mean, that's that's a, that's a it's a technical term. And to to stay away from that, I think is probably the second is probably my second goal of the day. To be totally honest with you, and um, we just I, you know they, they get more and more creative um, in in sort of dragging you into those sort of things. Um, but you just got to get better at not getting it. I mean, because you're not going to win. There's there's no you know there's no way you can defeat a I mean, a six-year-old, and it just there's no chance. There's no chance. <laughs> um, so, and then the ten-year-olds are worse. <laughs> and so, yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, I guess that's that's sort of the biggest point is to understand that you really, um, I, I guess, well, how do you do that? I mean, you just have to. If you're avoiding a power struggle, you know, at noontime it's probably because you maybe you made a better you you made a halfway decent choice the night before and got some sleep or, or something like that right i mean self-care comes into it um yeah i mean there's i mean it's all very sort of situation specific but just sort of recognizing when there's when there's a disagreement there's a potential for conflict and just having the the forethought and and even the even the conversation with your kids to know that you know there may be a time during the day where dad just might disappear and understand that I'm probably just in the bathroom or in the bedroom. It has nothing to do with you guys. I'm just escaping for a minute so that everyone can, <laughs> can have a good time. You know, you just explain that. And then it, and it makes more sense to just sort of escape when it happens, right? When you can feel your own sort of emotional, um, not to say that not even half perfect in doing this, you know, but, um, I don't know. Does that make sense? Is that what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, for sure. And it's, it's a point that I, that I think a lot of parents, they don't realize that they're, that they're stuck in that and that the power struggle really is, that's what it is. That's what's going on. It's not yeah. about the homework. Exactly. It's, yeah. It's about, you know, having that control. But I think what I hear you saying and what it sounds like you've done nicely is sort of giving the kids the control. And in the well, end, they've learned how to make that right decision of, I need to get this work done. Yeah, right, right, right. Exactly. Mm -hmm. I think, yeah, that's, that's exactly yeah. the right. I think too, like some, some of the times that I felt myself sort of getting into a power struggle is like asking myself, like, where's the pressure coming from? You know, like, because I think maybe with the homework scenario, 
like the pressure is okay the deadline of tomorrow in school and the expectation of the teacher and like grades and sort of that whole structure you know and so for me at home it's more like my own expectations for the kids where they should be where i want them to be you know if they didn't do x y and z is that a sign that i'm not doing well and then there's sort of this like self you know imposed criticism of like i'm not doing well as a teacher um or you know kind of this sort of expectation of uh you know feeling as if they're falling short of like where they should be um so i think sometimes if you're sort of on the verge of a power struggle or even in one kind of asking like well, where's the pressure coming from and is there a way to sort of let go of that is it really that important and if you were to step away and come back to it at another time would it be a disaster maybe it would just be okay <laughs> yeah you know yeah. so absolutely absolutely so what's one of the coolest lesson plans you guys have ever done or a field trip or assignment that you've you've done with your kids that you know you're most proud of or that your kids would say would be was the was the best day of school ever you know honestly i feel like i think some of our best days of school have been outside <laughs> kind of going back to the the nature theme um it was uh it wasn't this fall but last fall we did a like a hiking project in a log book and um we um in september we once a week we would go and hike a waterfall um and so jack i think actually this must have been two falls ago because jack wasn't i think jack was three or four um and liam was still in the backpack so he was really little but um sophia's job so I think Sophia was the only one who was school-aged, but her job was to look up what the weather was going to be for the day. And then she was supposed to, in our logbook, sort of write out the weather, write the trail, write about the trail that we took. We bought a Polaroid camera so she could snap pictures along the trail and then paste them into our, our logbook. Um, she recorded the distance and then she sort of rated the hike on what she thought of it. And um, I think that was that was connected to something that I really enjoy, which is hiking and just being out in the mountains. Um, you know, and it gave her kind of an opportunity to do like a little bit of research on, you know, the weather channel app and then like have a chance to, to write a little journal entry and kind of log things and take pictures. And I, I think that sort of stands out to me as something that's, that was a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Great. How about you for you, Mark? Um, well, I think, I mean, that, I mean, that's always the most enjoyable thing when we're doing stuff like that, that's sort of along the way, you know, we went, uh, you know, it's not really, it's not really a, a project, but when we were, you know, uh, I went on a trip with, with, with my daughter um, last year and, you know, we got to the airport and um, get there and said, okay, how are we going to get to where we're going? <laughs> and we had plenty of time and, you know, she... So she figures it out. She figured out how to get to the air, yeah. you know, to, to, you know, to get to the terminal, get to everywhere, you know, looking at the signs. And um, it's just that those things happen. I guess those things seem to happen more often when, when the kids are around, you know, when, when we're all together. And that's, and that's to me what we're trying to do with, you know, with our, with our homeschooling is, is to try to, it's just to, to be there more often for when, just things happen, you know, and there's opportunities. Yeah, kind of things organically happen. Yeah. 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 That's great. Yeah, it's, it's, 
I think in the classes that I teach, you know, one of the most important things that I always talk about is, you know, what are the life skills and characteristics that we're teaching? What are those things that we want to teach our children and how are we teaching them? And, and so that at the end of the day, you know, if they are independent and can think on their own, that's, that's the most important. So, yeah. And, um, so how do you guys balance both being a parent and a teacher? Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, it kind of actually goes back to your question of like, what's a typical day for us? Because Mark skipped right to the part of our day that when the kids wake up, but actually prior to the kids waking up, um, I'm, I'm getting up, I'm journaling, I'm meditating, I'm going for my run. And Mark also meditates for a considerable amount of time every morning. Um, you know, so that's all happening prior to the kids, prior to really our day starting. Um, and I feel like that is sort of a critical piece of us managing and balancing, yeah, sure. you know, what we do as parents and then, you know, kind of what I'm doing in my business. Um, yeah, just, I mean, yeah, like I think I mentioned, I mean, you have to, some, it's, you can't say enough how important it is to take care of yourself. I mean, to have, to have some time somewhere, whether you're a morning person or an evening person, whatever your hobby is or whatever it is you like to do. Um, you know, meditating is, meditating is actually something I like to do. I, I almost would think of it as a hobby <laughs> in a weird <laughs> sense. Um, but you know, so it's not like it's a hard thing for me, but there are other things that are difficult. Um, but yeah, that's, you just have to be taking care of yourself. Um, that's that really, I mean, that's the thing that's so what I believe about kids and, and it's not a belief. It's actually, it's actually proven, you know, kids, children, they want to cooperate, right? This is, this is actually proven. I mean, it's actually proven in infants, you know, months, months old. Um, you know, they, they clearly want to learn. I mean, we all want to learn. So if there's, if there's something in there that's that's gumming that up, you know, if there's if there's a behavior issue or the kid is like, I don't want to learn or this is boring or whatever, I mean, there's there's an opportunity there as 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 a parent to sort of interject and 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 kind of well maybe interject isn't the right word to to actually pull themselves out of the situation because it's easy for you as a parent to bring sort of your own thing in there and to just kind of gum up the works of this, this child who, who, who wants to work with you, wants to work with other children, wants to, wants to learn. Um, it's just, it's, to me, it's more of a question of why does that get all gummed up sometimes and, and what can you do to sort of step out of it? Um, if that makes any sense. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. I think, you know, behind every child's misbehavior is, there's something else going on. Not to use that word, but um, but absolutely. I, we had a therapist on here not too long ago, and you know, she talked about you know, at the end of the day, kids kids want to do their best. They want to be their best, and so how do we encourage? How do we bring that out of them as teachers, as parents? So that's that's really beautiful what you just shared. So, but. I, I was <laughs> I was going to ask you guys uh, because I'm just coming off of a week vacation with my children. My kids go to daycare, and then they had the flu, and so they were home for like 
<laughs> two weeks. And I will tell you that I was like skipping on my way to dropping them off at daycare. So how, how do you manage that? I mean, clearly you guys love your children, but how, I mean, do you ever get sick of them? Because <laughs> you ever get sick of me? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah I mean, definitely. I mean, I mean, we just we were just in um, Japan for eight days, and um, yeah, it, I, it's nice to get away for sure. Yeah, but yeah, sure. But it's not like I mean, I don't know. I, I just think of it the same way I think about everybody. I mean, there isn't a person in my life who I don't get sick of from time to time or don't want to break from. <laughs> or I mean. No, but yeah, I mean, of course, of yeah. course. And, and that's sort of a question that everyone's, it's like, well, well, I mean, I love how you sort of prefaced it, right? Because you had to preface it because you can't, you can't be sick of your kids. You can't say that and you can't think that. <laughs> better. But it, it's, it's, it's normal. And of course it's totally normal. And that's, that's why you have boundaries and that's why you have, you know, why you have to take care of yourself. Communicate yeah. and you have to take care of yourself, right? Because so that you can Yeah. Yeah, so that you can actually still have a healthy relationship with each other, you yes. know? I mean That's with true. everyone. Not just with children. <laughs> yeah, know? it's true. Whom I whom I love desperately, I'm sure probably they, yeah. through the door. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. All right. So can you guys share maybe your each share a parenting win moment that you had? where whether it be you know in homeschooling or just you know outside of homeschooling as well yeah i mean the, what's your one well just one one that just happened just actually last week before we went away was um you know so one you know um well you know my daughter just turned and, and, and to me and she said daddy i think i'm getting really good at this stuff and I said, yes, you are, you are, honey. And, you know, she was, she was, for a time, she was pretty, um, she felt pretty discouraged about a few things when it came to her schooling. And so, you know, however it happened, there was just a, a turnaround, a light bulb that went off in her. And she's just like, dad, I'm really feeling good about this. Mm -hmm. And I thought, wow, that's, that's fantastic. You know, mm -hmm. so, I mean, that was just, yeah, recently. So yeah, That's wonderful. Great. I think, um, I think, I feel like, I mean, this is sort of a more, a broader view and less specific, but um, I think just the decision that we've made to kind of pull back or for Mark to pull back from his business, um, for me to kind of move forward with mine, like sort of on paper, it was not the most like financially sound decision, but um after we had done it, so that was sort of October. It's not the first um, time we've not, <laughs> made yeah. a financially unsound decision. But, um, <laughs> in, uh, I think it was like around November or December, maybe between sometimes between Thanksgiving and Christmas, um, my mom made the comment. She said, the kids seem so happy. Like the kids seem so content. Like they're just really thriving. And, you know, she said, you all seem like that. And so I think for me, that was confirmation that, um, you know, and it, it, it hasn't just come from outside sources because we've certainly felt within ourselves yeah. confirmation that we've made the right decision. Um, but that was just kind of an external validation of like somebody else is noticing 
that we've made this massive life choice that, you know, maybe to some looks like a little risky and maybe not the best decision, but actually it's yielding some really good fruit just in terms of the fact that everyone is thriving. Everyone is, you know, happier, you know, more settled, more grounded and more content than we have been in the past. So I feel like our stress levels have gone down. And because of that, our kids' stress has gone down too. Um, And so I feel like that's a big win um, just for the whole family, maybe not necessarily just in the parenting department, but for the whole family. Yeah, That's great. That's great. That's wonderful. Yeah, because, you know, at the end of the day, it's, you know, that's when the whole family is, is, is thriving, like you said. Um, and that's, is the most important. So great. Well, this has been wonderful. I really appreciate you guys taking the time to chat with me and I am definitely going to get the information that you shared about the homeschooling so folks can, can have it and they, they can use it as a resource if it's something that, uh, that they're in need of. So wonderful. Well, thank you so much. Yeah. Thanks for having us on. All right. Take care. Okay. Thanks. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. So again, thank you to Mark and Sarah for chatting with me today. I feel like I got way more out of this conversation than I was expecting. A few of my biggest takeaways was how Mark talked about how he essentially eliminates himself from the power struggle. It seemed like he almost struggled with answering this because the answer is so simple. He just doesn't engage. I think this is a lesson that many parents can take away from and hopefully hear. But also, it's not about the academics. At the end of the day, writing math, science, sure, they're all important, but how our children care for themselves, treat others, manage their time, and follow their passions, these are the important lessons that we need to be teaching our children and cultivate in their learning. Sarah Mark provided us with a lot of great resources, so I will definitely link them to our show notes. Also, if you're a runner or someone who's interested in running, definitely check out Sarah on Instagram at Sarah Canny or at Sarah.Canny or on her website at SarahCanny.com. You'll find lots of inspiration, positive and also realness. So again, thank you to Mark and Sarah for joining us and also to our listeners for tuning in. So hope you have an awesome day.